the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. to the boys of tech this is new zealand's longest running tech podcast and this particular episode is number 243 for thursday the 7th of november 2013 my name is edwin herman i am joined by brett king uh, he joins us over skype uh w- welcome to the show brett hey, hey hey how's your week so far not too shabby Excellent. Weekend's just around the corner, and uh, we're going to talk tech for a little bit, aren't we? Oh, if we have to. <laughs> if we have to. That's what the show's about, isn't it? <laughs> now, look, there's been this mysterious... We should change it to the boys of beer. The boys of... Well, yeah, we could do a beer show as well, but uh, <laughs> we shouldn't do it instead of. We should do it as well. Look, there's okay. been this, there's this mysterious barge which has something to do with Google, and it's finally been revealed what this barge will be used for. It's this huge... The giant Okay, it's for the upper echelon of the Google management to escape to when the waters rise, inundating San Francisco in a massive tidal wave. No, it's to store all the data. No, it's to store all the data that they need to send to the NSA. They're going to ship ship all the data off. Of course, of course, because if they put it in the barge, they can move it to international waters. Exactly. And then they don't have to uh, actually tell the American public because... (laughs) It's not part of the the their US policy of transparency. Okay, look, we've got to tell our listeners we are, of course, being very – we're taking the mickey here. <laughs> we are taking the mickey big time, all right? We, as we do, as all we do. the time, yeah. for most no, things. It's been revealed that this barge will be the place where Google will uh, confidentially show off new technologies to partners. That's basically uh, what it is, yeah. And it's on a barge so that if – if any of the secret projects manages to break containment, they can scuttle the ship and um, deny that Google was responsible for the half-man, half-machine robot overlords. Okay, look, I, I, to our listeners, I apologise for Brett again. He is joking again. <laughs> He's joking again. He's taking the yeah, mickey. Yeah, on a barge. Obviously, <laughs> it's far too expensive to build another building in San Francisco. Well, look, I so must, I, I no, must not, ask the question. Let's just get a barge, put it in. The docking fees are going to be so much cheaper than buying another plot of land. I honestly don't know why it's on a barge. It, it could well be what you said. I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. I think they're running out of space or the space they've got is too expensive to build on. So they've gone, <laughs> get a barge. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, at least we now know what it is because people have been wondering for quite some time what this barge is going to be used for. What is Google doing with a barge? Well, And I was hoping it was going to be the upper echelon of Google having their mobile base just like in James Bond movies with the evil mastermind and his, his, his mobile base on the water with glass floors that so they can watch the sharks with laser beams attached to their heads. <laughs> it's nothing as cool. Damn it. Google. Well, you know. Or maybe that's one of the projects that they're going to come up with in this barge. I don't know. Ah, Anyway. Laser beams (laughs) attached to their heads. 
Now, Brett, you wanted to talk about a, a story that came out just recently that a, a security flaw that has been found in a staggering number of iOS apps. Uh, it's basically uh, a sort of a man-in-the-middle attack over HTTP. Is that right? Yep, yep. It is um, basically utilizing a, a facility um, called, oh, what is the, uh, it's, it's a, utilizing an HTTP redirect called the 301 moved permanently redirect that uh, most apps have built into them so that, you know, the developers of the apps can tell the app that we've changed our domain and you should redirect your stuff to this new thing so that the, the user of the app doesn't suddenly have, you know, their app not working. And as we know, a lot of apps that you get for iOS or for pretty much any platform are apps that utilize some server that the developer is using either for upload, download, or connection, like news apps. News apps get all of their stuff from the, the, the news site servers. Yeah, and over and so HTTP, this, this that's ability, the key thing here. Yeah, out over HTTP, and this uh, is a facility for the app developer to be able to tell the app that, hey, we've moved the domain, get the information from here now. And what this is, is they have discovered a man-in-the-middle attack that allows them to poison the cache with bogus 301 move permanently commands, telling apps to look somewhere else. The big issue here is that you won't notice. No, you will have no idea. You will have no idea that your app has been told to look somewhere else. And if the person who did it has has done their homework, what you are presented with will look exactly like the legitimate site, except any information that you're putting in there will be delivered to the hackers, um, and any information that is delivered to you will be delivered by the hackers. So depending on what that app was, the example that they talk about on the article I read was alert apps. You know how there are a lot of places have civil defense apps where you can get the app and it will push notifications to you about disasters or emergencies and that sort of stuff. If somebody got hold of that and redirected it to something, they could do all kinds of things. But what what can they do, though? What can they actually gain from that? I mean, they can, they can mess with you and put well, bo- yeah, bogus alerts and you. hide other alerts. But havoc. They can cause all kinds of havoc for emergency services and other people when, you know, the app suddenly says there is a, a typhoon warning or a tsunami warning that's come out for an area and everybody is bombarding civil defense or emergency services with calls about this tsunami that's come through. Not every hacker does things for gain other than to be annoying. So, but then you what, can think of the, ways that you could, I can think of tons of ways that Hollywood would love to utilize this sort of thing in their movies. You know, the, the, the hackers putting out a civil defense alert that a lot of people get in an area which bombards emergency services in that area, which allows the uh, robbers that utilize that thing to go and rob a bank while chaos is ensuing. Perfect well, plot. Yes, yes. I'm sure there's one already in already in existence like that. <laughs> in fact, there is. <laughs> there is? Well, a similar sort of concept about utilizing the chaos of emergency services to steal lots of money. You know, it's, it's, it's a diehard. 
Actually, it's funny because I was thinking. I was just thinking. <laughs> I've seen that, and I, I just saw that not long ago. And I'm thinking, hang on a sec. He's talking about Die Hard, but I thought, <laughs> but I, I couldn't work it out. I was thinking, what is that movie? It was Die Hard, and in yeah, fact, Die Hard spe- <laughs> Speaking of Die Hard, I missed Die Hard Five at the cinema, so I'm going to rent it from iTunes. It'll be my first rental. Ooh, I've never rented anything. You'll have to tell me how an iTunes rental goes. Yeah, well, I mean, I know the terms, but uh, I'll definitely tell you how you know the experience afterwards. And the t- the terms are: you get uh, forty eight, no, sorry, thirty days in which to start. You know, to push play, to start viewing. The moment yeah. you push play, you've got 48 hours before you can, uh, you know, to finish watching it. Ah. Uh, but, yeah, I'll let you know can once, you I, once I've done it. start again? Can you watch it multiple times in 48 hours? That's a very good question. How about I try? I'll let you know. No. How many times has your machine crashed? Look, I, I'm sure it's the case, but... Your internet oh. gets cut out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I, I think it is, as you say, it's just there for 48 hours once you hit play and then it's gone, so you can do whatever you like in yeah. that 48 hours. That anyway, would, let's... Anyway, uh, back to this thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, yeah. It's got a lot of... It, there's a, a lot of potential for it to be used maliciously and just think of all the apps that utilize web content through HTTP. Mine was just one example that they talked about in here, which led on awesomely to a reference to Die Hard, a movie that I like. And, <laughs> and um, but yeah, it, all kinds of habit could be caused with this. And it doesn't just affect iOS devices. iOS applications is where it was found. But, but conceptually, uh, it can be anywhere, of, right? The same sort of, you know, that... that um, 301 move permanently command is is part of HTTP. So other, uh, you know, app devices would have the exact same thing, Android, Windows Phone. And one of the, the, the key parts to it where is that you can't tell that you've been redirected to something else. If this sort of thing happened to your browser, you'd notice because you... Well, actually, yes and no, Brett. No, no, no. Hey, hang on. Not, not so fast. With your browser, not necessarily. With Ajax, you know, if it's updating components, if it's a web page, absolutely, uh-huh. you're right. But in components, no, same thing applies. Yeah, yeah. You'll so get parts it, of your, your page that are being served up from a hacker site, you will have no idea. Ah, yeah. well... See, there you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's let's move on and talk about this woman, Cecilia Abadi. I'm not sure how to pronounce her surname. Abadi, Abadi, something like that. Uh, anyway, she was pulled over by the California Highway Patrol for allegedly speeding, and mm-hmm. the officer discovered that she was wearing Google Glass, and then uh, gave her a warning for that. She says the glass, and I quote. The glass was on, but I wasn't actively using it, unquote. How can you tell? Well, yeah, how do you prove that? But uh, yeah. you know, how do you prove that? You can't. So no, You can't. Yeah, too bad. So sad. So, well, Take I was, your <laughs> ticket and suck it. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Brett. Do you think it's fair enough that she's she's given a warning for that? Should people yes, be wearing I Google do. Glass uh, while driving? Is it okay no, for them to do that? they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. It is a distractive device. And the point being that whether you've got it turned on or it's in, you know, well, turned off or if it's in sleep mode, whatever, nobody else can tell that. So if you are caught wearing a distracting device, it's exactly the same as being caught with a cell phone in your hand. Can the officer who's pulled you over prove that you were using that phone at that point in time? No. But can you prove that you weren't? No. So <laughs> you're gonna get done, and yeah. The reason I brought the story to uh, to this week's show was that I think, if I recall correctly, 
this topic, this very topic came up when we first talked about Google Glass when it was first announced. And I, it may have been you, yeah. Bert, who said, you know, you know, what about when you're driving and things like that? And uh, certainly yeah. this is a case where this has happened. And, yep. yeah, they didn't take, uh, take, take it too, uh, too kindly. Take the stupid thing off when <laughs> yeah. you're driving. Yeah, I agree. Do not I have agree. it on your head. Do uh, not reach for your two-gallon thing of Coke in the passenger seat while you're driving. Do not hold your cell phone and talk on it when you're driving. <laughs> Don't do things that distract you from driving when you're driving. I Otherwise, you are Sound unsafe. Advice. Sound no advice from Bruce. Absolutely brilliant you think you are at multitasking. You're not. You just aren't. So stop putting everybody else on the road in danger. You're numpty. Okay. You go. You've made your point. Thank you, Brett. You've made your point. Let's I've had a rant. It's great. I I'm feel- gonna- Better. <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs> I'm going to leave that story there because there's not really much to say other than you having your rant. I want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> oh, I want to talk about Android. No, no, we're moving on to Android. It. No, we're talking about Android I, I now. Have so much more vitriol. <laughs> I know, but our, our, oh. our listeners can't. Our listeners don't don't have the. <laughs> <laughs> No, we have to move on. We're going to talk about Android's market share. Eighty-one percent of smartphone uh, of the smartphone market is Android based. That's huge. That is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good news for uh, for Google for getting their OS out there. Yep, good news for Google. Good news for all of the other manufacturers who utilize Android. Apple is you know, Apple consumers who get a choice of what they want to have and what they want to do with it. That's right. Now Apple is second, but obviously way down at thirteen point four percent market share. Well, sorry, Apple's OS, iOS, I should hmm. say. This is not manufacturers. This is operating system. So iOS thirteen point four. But <laughs> iOS and Apple is synonymous. Oh, it is It is in that case. But I'm making the distinction because in Android it's not. And I think you'll find that Apple is, is it number two manufacturer? I think smartphone manufacturer, but... Uh, Samsung number one, aren't they? Yeah, I think Samsung. I think Apple is two. Apple were one for a long time, even though their market share was lower than Android. And this is the distinction to make, you see. So 13.4% Apple, 4.1% Microsoft, BlackBerry still cl- uh, hanging in there at 1%, and all the others, uh, 0.2%. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> wow. Mm. <laughs> it, <laughs> those are massive numbers. They are. They are, indeed. The versatility of the, the device and consumer choice. You know, Shining it, you know what? Uh, this time last year, Microsoft and BlackBerry uh, switched places. BlackBerry was third at four point three percent last year, and Microsoft second at two point one. That's gone mm. the other way now. Yeah, yeah. No, no it's, it's not by su- Nokia, obviously. Yeah, exactly. It's well, it's not surprising, is it? Mm. Mm. They do have some nice phones coming out. The new Lumias. Yes, yes, they do. They do. And they do have a very nice OS to go with. Mm. All right, Brett. Look, that's that's all I had. Let's let's leave episode two hundred and forty-three there. <laughs> and uh, and that's it. What do you say? Awesome. All right, it's a wrap then, Brett. Thank you very much for co-hosting. Always a pleasure to rant with you. Ian. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
It's always fun, isn't it? We'll do it next time. <laughs> Till then, take care, everyone. See you then. Goodbye. Bye-bye.